You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast. I'm Paul Holden, your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, your daily source for Rockies commentary, stats, interviews, and lots, lots more. We're proudly part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. If you're thinking about that Locker Room stuff, it's a great way for you to kind of connect with more sports fans and get a more direct look into some of your favorite teams and your favorite storylines around sports. So I highly, highly recommend checking out Locker Room. Today on the show, it's the Friday Fun Bag. We're going to go around the MLB and talk about some of the storylines around baseball and anything wild I saw, like, I don't know, a guy getting knocked out cold at Coors Field. But first, let's check the game notes from last night. A wild one at 20th and Blake as Chichi Gonzalez took the bump and dominated the Cincinnati Reds. Yes, you heard me right. I said Chichi Gonzalez dominated the Cincinnati Reds last night. Chichi allowed four hits through seven innings with two Ks and only one walk. A great, 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 great performance from Chichi Gonzalez. One you might not really expect uh, from that era, uh, from that pitcher in this position of the Rockies lineup. But man, he looked great last night, really taking advantage of ground balls and uh, not really doing anything, I think, to overpower. But I think he had a little more mustard on a lot of his pitches there. Haven't seen Chi-Chi go this far or look this good, so a great, great night for Chi-Chi Gonzalez. The bats came alive last night as well as the Rocks jumped all over Luis Castillo. He has struggled mightily this year. Locked on Reds host Jeff Carr was telling me he picked him for the early Cy Young, and it has just not gone well for Luis Castillo here so far in 2021. Castillo lasted three and some change last night, allowing eight runs off ten hits Big performers for the Rocks offensively were Connor Joe, Josh Fuentes, and Jonathan Diaz, or Jonathan Daza, I should say. Diaz, Daza. There's a lot of uh, those on the team this year. But uh, no, Josh Fuentes, Connor Joe, and Jonathan Daza really stepped up last night for the Rockies offense. Uh, Connor Joe, really, really welcomed addition to the Rockies offense. He's not really going up there and overpowering the baseball or hitting the, you know, hitting the leather out of it or, or really driving it, but he just takes such a great approach to Every at bat. I love you heard Spilly talk about it, I think, last night on the broadcast as well. Lots of deep breaths. He just kind of understands the moment that he's in, and he really wants to make sure that he's taking advantage of every single pitch that he's seeing and not getting himself out of counts by doing his own, you know, by by his own fault. If he's going down, he's doing it by 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 taking an approach where he feels like he's putting himself in the most successful position. And honestly, even if he doesn't swing a big bat, we will always take someone that will draw walks. I believe he has drawn eight walks and a little over 20 plate appearances. So really, really nice to see Connor Joe uh, take that approach to the plate. And I think that should help some other players as well, at least instill some confidence and, you know, kind of make the Rockies last a little longer on offense and draw out the pitchers just a little bit more. I think that that is something that the team needs, especially when you have someone like Josh Fuentes who's heating up and uh, maybe he can take a page out of Connor Joe's book and uh, get a little bit more discipline there. But, you know, you can't really knock Josh Fuentes right now after the last two uh, uh, games, but quick uh, one more quick note about Connor Joe knocking in his first career RBIs. So you know, a little bit of round of applause for our man 
Connor Joe. He had a really cool moment in the post-game interview talking about hearing his name chanted for the first time. He's a really, really good guy, overcame testicular cancer to get to this stage. I mean, it's a story you love to talk about. Josh Fuentes, like I said, stays hot. Another home run and two hits in the four RBI game for him last night. Jonathan Daza also swing the bat well, going three for four, scoring twice as well. We know the Rockies offense has the potential, and that was on display last night, even without big bat Trevor Story in the lineup, who was just out of the lineup for a rest day. We got that confirmation. He was out uh, He was out yesterday just due to the fact that he played in all 15 innings of the Rockies doubleheader uh, there earlier in the week. It was all smiles for the Rocks, 10-0, cruising right along. Chi-Chi looks great. The offense was doing well, and it looked like the Rockies were going to get a nice big win, but as we know, as has been on display all season long, nothing is going to come easy for this team, and things looked dire in the eighth inning. A 10-run lead, 10-0 into the eighth inning. Chichi Gonzalez uh, exits the ballgame. Michael Gibbons, and actually, no, sorry, getting ahead of myself. Before we get to Michael Gibbons, he was in the game. Uh, the Reds came alive in the eighth, torching Lucas Gilbreth and Robert Stevenson for seven runs. And before the inning was over, Michael Gibbons uh, allowed one more run in the eighth. So the Reds put up eight runs in the top of the eighth inning. I mean, it was just unbelievable, honestly. It's just it's just so frustrating to see that type of uh, of comeback because you just it just shouldn't have happened. The Rockies should have really been able to put this together. There was so much momentum for the bullpen, so much momentum uh, for the team at that stage of the game, you you really wished that uh, they would have been able to just kind of keep it together. I mean, it was insane, the uh, the amount of people. In the eighth, uh, let's see, we had a homer to right. Uh, uh, let's see, India got up twice. Let me, I'm trying to get the, uh, the, the full box score here. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, here we go. Let's run down everything that happened in the eighth inning. Homer... Uh, let's see, a single allowing uh, to score people into moving. I mean, it was just base hit, base hit, two home runs in the inning as well. They would started off the inning making a 10-2 there, and then uh, another home run in that inning um, for, uh, let's see, India there, who had two hits in that inning just there. He had a uh, single to shallow left, and then he had a home run later in that inning to to, to cut the lead down to two. However, the Rockies were able to bounce back in the bottom of the eighth and, and shaved a little bit off of that uh, comeback there with a uh, Jonathan Daza to D, uh, double that scored Dom, uh, that scored Dom Nunez on a throwing error um, due to some really, really tough defense by the Reds last night. Uh, Alan Trejo hit his sacrifice fly to score uh, Jonathan Daza, and Garrett Hampson comes in as a pinch hitter and just rockets a ball into the bleachers. So that was really nice to see the Rockies took that on the chin there in the eighth, but then bounce back to to give their uh, bullpen a little bit more insurance, give them a little bit more of a comfortable feeling. But it is not a good feeling as a Rockies fan when you have a 10-run lead and you still know that it is not safe. The Rockies really need to figure out the bullpen. The bullpen is in dire need of assistance. They need someone that can come out and help these, these starters out. Been far too many games that the Rockies have kept close, and you know you wish their offense would have stepped up and, and helped out their starters, but you, you have to have relievers. You have to have a bullpen that's going to keep you in games. Far too many times the bullpen enters, and the game either gets blown wide open for the opponent, or it's just 
too much too late in the game to, to get someone going, especially with how elite some of these relievers and some of these uh, pitchers are in Major League Baseball right now. But the Rockies were able to hold on and win last night, getting their second win in the row. Uh, three runs in the bottom of the eighth for the insurance. Like I said, we went over that. 13-8. to eight. Final score there at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. Two in a row for the Purple Pinstripes. And uh, so that leads us to tonight. It should be a really, really, really good game tonight between the Rockies and the Reds. Wade Miley making his first appearance since his no-hitter. And everyone's favorite, Armand Marquez, the Colorado Rockies ace. Hopefully we see the version of Herman Marquez that we know and love and hopefully not any more 10-run first innings. But I think we, we're going to see Herman hit that point, and, and he is only going to be on the up and up from there because we know how good he can be. Let's get ready for the Friday fun bag and where we're going to go around the MLB and see what's up. But first, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. There are countless sports going on right now and especially with the NBA and the NHL rapidly approaching their playoff times you got to make sure you're getting the right information the right odds and heading to the best place to place a bet that's bet online all the latest news odds and info for all your sporting needs including major league baseball NBA NHL and if you love fight night all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as these playoff runs take place. Head over to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Promo code locked on for that. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right. Time for the Friday Fun Bag, where we go around Major League Baseball and see what's up. First thing, no charges were filed against the Padres fan who knocked out another fan at Coors Field during the uh, Padres-Rockies series. I don't know if you've seen this video yet. kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, there's not a ton of context to it. There's a couple of videos, but I saw a little bit of some uh, new information, it appears, on the interwebs there. It was a solid right hook that just knocks this fan out cold. No, no real clue on how tempers flared that high. Maybe the Matt Holiday uh, touched home plate discussion resurfaced or something. But as uh, the day developed today, I saw an Instagram post from John Boy Media saying uh, the Padres fans' anger started after his father was kicked out for vaping. And I mean, it's like I know it's Colorado, but you're not—you can't be going around, especially in COVID times. What do you think you're gonna be able to vape in your seats, especially where they were sitting? It's not like they were, you know, up high or away from anybody. They were in like a pretty populated part of the socially distanced ballpark. I guess the older Rockies fan uh, who got who received the punch uh, was uh, being, uh, I guess, yelling at it. Maybe a teen that could have been a younger brother, and uh, the the person we're seeing doing the punching uh, is assumed to be an older brother. So that's kind of the the context there. But no charges uh, to be brought uh, for the Padres fan. That absolutely, I mean, it was a solid punch. I mean, you feel bad that 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 Rockies fan was out cold uh, by the time uh, he. I just received the punch. I don't even know. It was kind of a, I mean, it's a very violent thing, and the Padres fan was swarmed. Can't imagine uh, that fan will be allowed at Coors Field uh, anytime soon. But uh, hopefully everybody's okay. But uh, if it does stem from this, 
you can't vape at a ball game. Like that shouldn't shouldn't be anything uh, too crazy for people to to understand or to to, to comprehend. It's a pretty simple, pretty easy to follow rule, uh, if I do say so myself. Uh, okay, let's see what else we got here. Okay, the Oakland A's are going to explore other markets if they can't get a deal done for a new stadium. It's a tough one. I, I don't really know how to always feel uh, when these teams come up about moving places or all the stuff. There's so much that goes into owning and running a professional sports team that I, I don't think I have any sort of real qualifications to have a ton of insight on it. But it is hard, especially for a team like Oakland uh, that has a, a deep history and, and, and has – been on the forefront of changing the game of baseball, or at least the approach to baseball. And uh, But it is true. They deserve a better stadium. They deserve to be highlighted, especially by uh, their, their performance on the field. They're a, pre a pretty darn good baseball team. Um, so if, uh, if they do end up leaving Oakland, it's another team that Oakland has lost and that's just kind of tough I you know I just I couldn't imagine me myself as a sports fan to have access to uh big name franchises I mean while they're not the biggest names it's still the Oakland Raiders it's still the Oakland A's there's still something there that I I think uh resonates with a lot of people especially with uh you know when those teams are good in the eras that they're associated with uh the A's have uh, produced some some pretty big names might have gone on to do bigger and better things in, in, in other uniforms, but that still doesn't change their impacts that they, they had on the team when they were there. Uh, but uh, where they go, that is a good question. I guess some of the places maybe that I'd like to see, I don't really know. You know, it's, it's kind of hard. I, I thought maybe Portland might be cool in Vegas. It'd be really hard. In, I mean, I think Vegas is making a big push to, uh, you know, get into the pro sports world which i think makes total sense it, it's kind of crazy to think that las vegas of all places didn't have the large pro sports scene um and now that it has two out of the four majors I, i'm sure it has um some soccer teams as well um so and we're obviously talking about uh, men's sports here so um i think the WNBA team for vegas is is really good uh, um but uh, i'm not sure so vegas i think has really had their eyes on becoming a sports town and it makes sense i mean it's las vegas why now that sports gambling is legal they're still going to be the mecca of uh, of, of all gambling all, all that stuff so maybe the a's head up there just like uh, you know oakland vegas connections that uh, we know from the nfl there and the raiders but but we'll see um there's so much that goes into building a new stadium though you can't just sit there and, as a baseball fan i don't think and be like ah oh, they should just you know they, they can build a stadium and all that stuff i mean there's just so much that money that need, is needed to build a stadium and and then that also comes at the at the expense of the taxpayer and not every, every taxpayer out there would be excited with an increase in their taxes for a stadium that they're not going to go watch a team at. Um, you know, that's a tough, tough situation there, too. You need to make sure that you're you're respecting where your team is located and the people that live there. Not every single person loves baseball. We do, but uh, that it's not always a, a, as easy as a sell to some of the other people there but and that's me just me you know kind of going on my real baseline level knowledge on that but uh we'll see what happens with that I, I it seems like it's it's a pretty serious thing if you're looking for a lot more coverage on that make sure to go check out locked on a's ton of coverage on that ton of stuff i think they were on the locked on major league baseball podcast as well so you want to go check that out um 
I think it might be cool for another team in the Pacific Northwest. Portland could be cool, but they, you know, that's maybe not really the necessarily the biggest market. Don't necessarily know how big of a uh, uh, demand there is for baseball. Maybe something in like the. It would be interesting to kind of do something in a Carolina, a Charlotte. Uh, you know, baseball's pretty popular out there on uh, uh, in that part of the world there, especially uh, closer to the south, the east coast and south. A lot of baseball action over there. Um, would be interesting. Uh, maybe something in Tennessee. Uh, perhaps I, I don't know. I, I don't know if a Nashville team necessarily makes it. Just tough in the summer when you're going to the South. You you know if you're gonna play somewhere that's gonna be super hot, you gotta make sure you're having a stadium that's gonna be able to uh, deal with the elements and make sure that it's a, a, a an actual good place to play. So we'll see. We'll we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out for what's going on there uh, with the A's. I, I'm interested to see how that goes as the uh, as the year develops. Uh, another thing that I'm sure you've noticed in terms of being of, of watching baseball this year, there's a ton of no hitters going on. And last night there was nearly another one. Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland uh, Indians for now, and uh, soon to be the Cleveland baseball team, I think. Cleveland spoiled the debuts of high-profile Mariners uh, uh, Jared Kalenic and Logan Gilbert. Uh, the M's were no hit until the eighth, when old Rockies friends Brian Shaw and I'm, you know, I, I'm speaking here from the heart. I'm Rockies fans out there know when the name Brian Shaw was called, you just kind of really, really held on to your seat because you knew uh, you you didn't know what was coming, and um, more often than not, it was coming with uh, a, a bullpen blow up there with Brian Shaw leading the way. He came in to shut the door in the ninth. To uh, lead to the uh, 5-2 win for the Indians there. But Rockies fans, <laughs> get ready for this one. Brian Shaw currently rocking a stellar 1.93 ERA in 15 games with 15 strikeouts. Whew! Just another example of rebounds for struggling Rockies, especially from the bump. I mean, that is, if he had, if he was doing that for the Rockies, holy smokes. Here's something fun for you here as uh, we, we get ready to, to wind down the Friday fun bag. Let's get back into some Rocky stuff here. On this date in Rocky's history, Rocky's rookie Jay Gaynor hits his first career home run on the first pitch he saw in his first big league game. The pitcher he hit it off of goes in line with uh, the, the uh, opponents of the series. It was Cincinnati's own Tim Poog. Poog? Poog? I think it's Poog. I think I got that right. I'm not sure. Cincy pitcher, rookie, uh, rookie Jay Gaynor. Not much of a career for, for Jay there, but it's always cool, and it's an elite club to join when you uh, homer off the first pitch you see in your first uh, big league game. And it's a special day to hear. We here at Locked On Rockies are big Kyle Freeland guys. Well, guy, it's just me, but happy birthday to Kyle Freeland. We are very, 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 very excited for the soon return, the return of Kyle Freeland, the guy, the Colorado kid, very excited to see him get back on the bump. We're very excited. Bud Black said that he's hopefully he can pitch at full strength following the shoulder injury. Still doing a little bit more rehab, but we should be seeing Kyle Freeland soon, which is very, very exciting if you are a Rockies fan. Okay, uh, one more thing for you all here. Did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors with the occasional delicious limited time flavor, uh, limited time flavors? Uh, there's so many great ones. Coconut, coconut almond, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So many great options. If you're looking for a little pick-me-up in the afternoon, just a little snack, something here or there to kind of just keep you going to make sure that you're not steer into that bag of chips or something you can check out built bar because all these great flavors 
and they are delicious tasting and healthy too. Most of the flavors, only 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. So it's a good, good treat for you, and it's a good, good treat for the body. Order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. My favorite built bar is the peanut butter brownie. Peanut butter brownies, so delicious, especially when you combine them together, especially when you combine them together into a built bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. Okie dokie. Rockies, Reds, game two tonight, 640 Mountain Time. Going to be a good one. I think we're going to see some offense and some great pitching as we have Wade Miley making his first start since his no-no and the Rockies ace, Herman Marquez, taking the bump. Can the Rockies make it three in a row? Is this the momentum builder the team needs? Will Dinger spin his head around behind home plate? Guess we will find out. Awesome first week with you Rockies fans. So excited to be part of the show and to be part of your drive, run, or whatever you do while getting your Rockies fix. Follow the show on Twitter at LO Rockies and myself at Paul Holden 33. Before we go, today on the Locked On Today podcast, can the New York Mets follow in the New York Knicks footsteps? That's the cue of the day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts locked on rockies will be back monday until then i don't want to lose your love rockies fans this is paul holden saying so long from the locked on rockies podcast